1: Taylor, welcome to the Eras Tour.
0: The the day, Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. We
2: do,
0: we do,
1: Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Oh, the it, the it. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. So With four additional acoustic know. songs. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Welcome to your Tuesday episode of so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do we have a show for you today? I, I, you guys know I am the biggest Summer House fan. I hope you guys are the biggest Summer House fans too, because I just love that show. And we had the season premiere tonight, Monday night. Hopefully you guys have all watched it. But if you haven't, if you do not have a thing called a TV, I'm going to recap the entire episode for you in a solo. But before that, I'd like to introduce you to two of my new friends, uh, Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula from Summer House. Now, um... This is a quick thirty-minute interview that they were so nice. Uh, thank you to NBC Universal and Bravo for letting me uh, speak with them. Now I woke up at seven in the morning to speak with them, and uh, <clears throat> you know I, I don't know. I think I, I'm definitely hyper. I had a I pounded a lot of coffee, but I was just so excited to talk to them. Now I want to let you know I had not seen the episode before I talked to them, so I talked to them last. Was it like Wednesday or Thursday or something? And I did not see tonight's episode yet. If I had, the lineup questioning might have gone a little differently, especially for Kyle. If you guys watch the episode, you know that Kyle might not have had his finest episode ever. And it just sucks because I genuinely I I I, I see something in Kyle. I think Kyle's had like sort of a redemptive. A redemption arc and like Amanda it seems like she's an angel I don't you know it's it, I want everybody to be happy that's my thing and if you saw tonight's summer house it it I worry about them I worry about them so much I think that's actually my first question are you guys all right because I I saw the preview and the trailer made it look like this is the most intense summer ever so I I don't know, you guys. I'm going to be recapping this every week. Hopefully, I'll have some guests with me sometimes. And let's have fun because I, hey, summer should be fun. And I think we're still in the winter. So it's always good to have summer. Uh, and I'm just, I'm super psyched that Hannah's not there this season. <laughs> you guys, I do know I have a couple of news stories that I'm not going to do today. I'm going to push them off to Wednesday because I want to. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna celebrate Summerhouse. This, of course, is not a podcast about Jamie Lynn Spears going on. Call her daddy podcast. Are you out? What is going on in the world? Why are we this cloud chasing and this bullshit? Like we shouldn't be. Oh, it's all. that's me going. I don't like it, folks. I don't like it at all. And that. I mean, I don't know if you guys are. What do they call Her daddy? Is it like daddy heads? What do they call like dad? Oh, daddy gang. We should be called like baddie gang. The bat. Oh god. Um, but I, I want to talk about that because I have some really some big thoughts on that. Um, I feel like we're close to like a Marilyn Manson interview at call her daddy. Uh, you know, just <laughs> I just I don't. I, I Julia Fox interview on call her daddy. I bet. It's, I don't know, like, I don't want to, like, listen, Call Her Daddy, obviously a very popular podcast, Spotify bought it for like $40 million or something insane like that, where this girl now is a millionaire all of a sudden, and I know she had it, like, I know, I, I I followed a little bit of this story of Call Her Daddy, Now I'm going into it. Great. And I know she broke up with her partner, Sophia Franklin. And from what I understand, uh, I think her, Alexandra Cooper is her name. She was doing all of the editing. She was doing, and I I get that, man. I do all the editing. I do all the uploading. I don't have a partner in this. But she said she was doing the lion's share of the work, I believe. But imagine doing all of that and then getting bought by Spotify. Your life's got to completely change. Um, but I don't know, like, I don't, I really don't listen to the podcast, so I don't know really what she's all about. I thought it was a lot of just, you know, I've seen little clips on her Instagram or, you know, people going on and talking about, you know, like sexy stuff, you know, I'm like the male. I talk about sexy stuff here too. It's fine. It's cool. But, um, the Jamie Lynn Spears, man, it's like, it's those hot and button guests. I was talking to my, uh, my roommate and she said, Oh, if you got Jen Shaw from Salt Lake, would you do it? You know, and I said, uh, I said, no, I I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I don't know what I, I, I mean, I know that would be a good quote unquote get, but I just don't know if I could, if I could do it. Does that make sense? Like, I don't want to ever bullshit. Like, I'm happy to be nice to everybody that comes on this show because they sincerely are doing us a favor, you know? Like, they're spending time with us, you know, me and you guys. But if I don't – if I fundamentally think somebody is dead wrong and they're using this platform for not evil but no good, then why would I ever want to promote that? Like, I I don't know. Like, it's weird. The more successful this thing gets is like – I do sometimes struggle with like, okay, do I, I have to be like, I think I'm nice, but I know I can be snarky and all that. But like, what, what do I have to, do I have to homogenize this to gain the most listener? Like there's a lot of just other questions that come up when things start getting successful that I, I really wrestle with in my own head. Or even yesterday, I told, I don't know if you guys listened to with, uh, Sophie, you know the uh, the mushroom story, and I, I really struggled with like, was I going to tell that story or not? Because I want to share everything with you guys, but I don't. Also, I don't want to come off completely insane because I don't feel I am, and I don't want to give the wrong impression. Even though you guys probably are already drawing your own conclusions, but I was really worried about that. You know, I was like, I, I I hope you guys know me enough by now where I'm like, okay, I can tell you this. You guys get it. It's, we all go through kind of insane experiences. Me, it seems like I go through a little bit more than usual. I think somebody wrote yesterday of like, this is classic you just getting into mess after mess. And I was like, it's so horrible when strangers recognize your patterns. It's, uh, it is a wild experience, folks. Um, also, I talked to this great account today. What is it? IG Makeup by Dana. Who is it? Uh, oh. Her name is Dana Omari, IG famous by Dana, Dana Omari. She'll be on the podcast either this week or next week. But we talked this morning and we were just talking about I was talking about me doing the Facetune Bureau of Investigation where I I did one for Meredith Marks this weekend because, you know, I will say Meredith Marks is one of the most gorgeous ladies that I have seen on Bravo Like I truly find her attractive from a male perspective and I think women find her attractive as well. But what she's doing with face tuning is that like, yo, don't knock off 20 years because it makes you, it makes a pretty person look stupid. Like she's a gorgeous woman. Like, she's gorgeous. I, I really do think she is gorgeous at the age she is now. But who are we fooling here? And I always think there needs to be a stamp saying Facetune Advisor. Like, there needs, be a, needs to be a warning so kids or, like, we all know that, like, okay, we're all aware this is totally, you know, messed with in terms of face Facetuning. Um, but I, this is a great thing about the internet. I was going to sleep last night on my phone, as you do, to relax, um, and... Some some account with like, you know, you know, they don't put post their real head or whatever you know, it's like some no name that's like their Finsta account goes, you know, how dare you do this about Meredith Marks and make fun of Chloe. And, hey, I've seen you. You're not a looker anyways. And I'm like yo, yeah, I know I'm not a looker. This post isn't about me. I'll beat myself all day long if you want to. Like, I don't, I'm not, wait, I'm not, I hope we're not confused here. Like, I'm not saying I'm good looking. I'm saying I don't like face tuning. These are two separate things. But I think this thing of, you know, if people don't like something you say, then they just try to really hit, hit as hard as they can. And I find that so weird because, I'm actually talking about something that's a real thing. Like, do you guys see Instagram or anything like that? Do you guys get annoyed by face-tuning? Or do you literally think, wow, this is a really cool art? Because it's not the real person, so you would have to think of, well, this is like a painting, and this is like... Like, if we look at it as, like, digital artists doing these face-tuning, they're doing some really amazing work, I guess. But it's not the person. And I think... I, I hate to be a stickler for somebody's personal Instagram account actually showing what a person looks like. Call me crazy. I don't know. It just seems like a natural thing you would do. Um, But gosh, these are the thoughts I think about now. This is just, my life is so different than it was a couple of years ago. I mean, all of our lives are different, right? Because of COVID. Um, Okay. That's my rant for today. You guys, if you like the show, five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I really do appreciate the people that take the time to do that. That does mean a lot. Uh, Got a lot of new Patreon subscribers today. I announced that I'm going to be covering Gallery Girls uh, an eight episode one season series that was on Bravo, so we'll be able to burn through that. I'm very excited to start that. And um, and we have so bad it's good merch.com, where I think people think I'm joking that we genuinely have an It's Che Diaz shirt, which I love. I mean, I think, but a lot of people think it's a joke, and I'm like, no, we actually made those shirts. It's like one of the only like I don't. I can't afford my own merch yet, you know, but I'm going to buy, buy a Che Diaz sweatshirt just to immortalize this beautiful moment of the, and just like that sex in the city reboot, we've got to memorialize Che Diaz. Come on. The person that made Miranda go like this, (laughs) Amanda, Kyle, if you're listening, hi, hello. Thank you so much for doing the show. Um, I think that's all the plugs for today. Uh, I really appreciate you guys. I hope you had a great Monday. Uh, I know it was kind of gloomy. It was gloomy in L.A., and I hope everybody had a, uh, a celebrated a Martin Luther King Day appropriately and uh, gave up respect to a great man. Uh, but it was gloomy in Los Angeles. I don't like gloomy days. Like I like gloomy days if I'm happy, but if I'm already kind of gloomy, gloomy days just it's like double gloom. It like it's like a double negative. Um, you guys. <laughs> Summer House Season 6 is back. I thought this premiere episode was great. It had it all. It already set up so many amazing things. I think these people are doing it right. This Bravo show is firing on all cylinders. If you're not on board, I'm telling you, get on board. This show's going to knock you off your coal mining asses. I'm telling you that right now. Please join me on this madcap journey. I mean, we got Carl over here. Carl being Mr. Perfect Man USA with his white teeth and his good skin and his no drinking and his making his bed and he's going running in the morning and meditating. Calm down, Carl. Like, you literally make me look like a piece of shit. Like, I I watch this show. I'm like, great, great. I'll never be like Carl. That's amazing. Carl, I couldn't even, I can barely make my bed but I digress. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've been wanting to talk to these guys forever. Um, and I don't think they disappoint. They, they had, I think Kyle was kind of wondering what my deal is, uh, but in a really nice way. And Amanda was really sweet, but I just was so, um, I was so excited to talk to them, uh, as I'm excited to talk to most people, but I really am fans of this show and I'm fans of them. So, um, season six, Summer House Here they are, Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula, and stay directly after the show. We're going to take a pee break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to recap the entire season premiere of Summer House. Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula, folks. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey with iHeartRadio. Today, we have somebody that I've been, two people I've been wanting to talk to for years now. Uh, He is one of my heroes and she is kind of like, the queen princess of this show <laughs> uh I, I can't say enough good things about them i'm going to get right into this uh but i do want to let them know that i am breaking dry january with their lover boy martini espresso it is worth this it is 8 a.m in los angeles and this is way too early for this <laughs>
0: <laughs> cheers that cheers. Thanks is for having
1: good us. kyle cook amanda patula welcome to the show my god are you guys ramped Hello. up for this premiere are you scared to go back into war again yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah.
2: It's always scary. It's always scary to go back in, but we're ready.
0: Yeah, well, the time has passed. That's that's the, that's the challenge with these things.
1: We filmed it. You know, way back last summer. So here we are. Well, and we and we're coming off of a very successful winter house, which I loved in Stowe, Vermont. Um, was there enough time in between these two shows for you guys to? I mean, it just feels like I was talking to Tom Sandoval last week, and I was like, "How do you guys do this?" My my stomach would be in knots every time having to to fight with my friends, or or even just be around them and destroy my liver like you guys sometimes do. What's <laughs> that like for you? Was there enough time in between?
2: Um, I mean, in, in between filming, I feel like there wasn't maybe enough downtime, but the, when the show is air, you're living it, you know, you're reliving it all over again. And that feels a little bit too back to back to back. I feel like winter house just, uh, just ended. Yeah. And, now and, we're and, back. and it's,
0: it's, I think one of the first times, you know, anyone on Bravo has had to deal with like two different shows. So there's no real downtime when you're, when one ends, you're doing press for another. And it was an, kind of a new experience because sometimes you look forward to the downtime. Sorry
2: if you could hear the uh sirens. No, that's what I
1: love that. I love it. And by the way, I think I'm looking at a standing desk in the back. Or is that the standing desk that we saw on the show? See, these are, you live, you yeah. live in a museum. And then
2: this is like all of our lover boy office Storage space there. Apartment is just, you know, a true live work space.
1: (laughs) Amanda, I do have to say, every woman in my life is so in love with the Loverboy merch that you kind of spearheaded. I mean, and really during the pandemic, especially, even though we're kind of still in it, really was amazing. I mean, you kind of just nailed that. Was that your like initiative getting into that initially?
2: Yeah. I mean, I love sweats. We knew we wanted to do merch. We were kind of just like slapping our logo on some stuff. That I wasn't really excited to wear. So, in my mind, I was like, I want to create things that like I want to wear, like something that I want to put on my body that I'm looking for in my closet that I want to wear every single day. And that's just kind of why I started branching out with the designs and the colors and doing some different things. Yeah, the initial,
0: the initial was like, take the logo, put on a breast pocket (laughs) of a t shirt.
2: Yeah. It's so generic. But that one's cool. That one has that cool, uh, that cool uh, graphic on the back. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, started simple, but I was like, we need to do more with this. And I just created what I what I wanted to wear. And uh, fortunately, people like what I wear and it's been uh, doing really well. Yeah, it's
1: weird. I mean, is that weird? Like you and a page, especially uh, women really look up to your fashion sense. Is that wild to then like step out of the place or what you wear on TV now?
2: It is. It's really, it's very bizarre because I think my style for the most part is very casual. And I also overthink everything I wear. And then I just end up wearing the same thing like three times that week or <laughs> just like on a cycle. Um, so it, it is, it is fun. It's interesting. And I, I also find it interesting that people do like, you know, my style and pages so much because they're so different, but her and I also own a lot of the same pieces of clothing and we just wear them very differently.
0: So. I find it amazing that when I take out the recycling, new boxes <laughs> arrive.
1: Well, I mean, that's one of my favorite parts of Summer House is seeing how many Amazon boxes are right outside that door uh, every time is a huge thing. I don't know if you guys as a cast are on like a text thread today, but I don't know if you're aware. I woke up to the news that it has official uh, Carl and uh, Lindsay are are dating. Um, did you know this was going to be announced today? And what are your feelings?
2: I don't know if I knew it was going to be announced today, but we've known for yeah
1: obviously so yeah.
2: long. We yeah they I mean I think they did the I've right been, thing. I've been waiting for them to announce this because I know that they are both just so excited about their relationship right now, and they are so happy together. And I think it was really hard for them to hold it in. I don't even know why. I remember being with them on Halloween. Um, And then wanting to share a picture. And I was like, just do it. Just, who cares? (laughs) Just just go for it. Kyle took it. We were like, we're your biggest fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Who who will guess? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, it's so funny. That's, that's the sound right now of like a million Bravo fangirls, like their hearts breaking because every time Carl posts any sort of photo, it is like the biggest thirst trap to all the ladies. Um, i
2: know he became the biggest bravo heartthrob you know he just every year he was improving what are we at we're at like carl 5.0 now and
1: it's 6.0 no I, it's for the season. No. No, he's still 5.0 i started making uh, my 5, i started making my bed because of carl last year like you got to make your bed in the morning every, and you gotta drink water it's an you know? for all. he
2: really it's, is. It's an, it really is an inspiration for all of us
1: um
0: yeah no it's exciting i didn't we just got back from the from the Virgin Islands, So I actually was not aware that they, uh, did they? Put I was, on, a post? I I know, was so. on
2: Instagram already scrolling this morning, that's what do, And I saw all my Bravo accounts.
1: Were- I know all the yeah. Bravo yeah. accounts immediately was posted. So I need a, I need a favor from you guys. Is there any way you can break up on the podcast right now and then get back together at the end? <laughs> so I, could, I just yeah. want something. I want you know something what? that we here's, can.
2: Here's this, the ring. Oh my, my God. No coin, guys, don't so do, do it.
1: No, it. No, no. Okay, we well, I'm you done. made your choice. You made your choice. Here. That is that's going to be Tomorrow. huge. Well, look at that Here's Daily the Mail. Um, there well, you thank-
2: go. We're done. Amanda gives gives Kyle Cook his ring back.
1: <laughs> I will say um watching the-, out of the House on the first episode. So. <laughs> well, I mean no, I mean watching the trailer and knowing what happens in the first episode, it you guys start off with another bang, um really really huge episode and watching the trailer I don't know, like you guys are my favorite couple on Bravo, uh, like Sandoval and Ariana are up there, but you guys like truly like in the last couple of seasons really won a lot of our hearts. But then I see this trailer and then I'm like, all of a sudden I'm scared again. I mean, because of, I, you know, like do you guys get scared when you see it played back. Cause I got worried all of a sudden I'm like, Oh no, does this, does this, obviously you guys are okay, but it, it makes it look scary.
2: Yeah. I think this season is uh, yeah, it's dreadful. I'm dreading watching it and leaving up and even the little teaser clips that I've seen and the things I just, you know, sometimes you you overreact. Sometimes you say dumb stuff. Sometimes you make dumb decisions and we just have to relive all of that. Um, and it's, you know, it's embarrassing and there's plenty of regrets in it, but it's, it's yeah, part I think of what we do. It's not ideal. It's
0: a combination of like, you know, in this pandemic locked in a New York city apartment working together, filming a couple different TV shows, it, it wears you down. And I think when we came into the house, the littlest things kind of almost blow yeah. up like a volcano. And of course in the moment we're both defending our own actions, you know, and it, you know, a teaser can make anything look extremely intense. Just, yeah, But, but yeah, I, I watched the trailer. Well, because
1: like, then every time I okay. see you guys, like I loved, like, I mean, you guys, I mean, even like Kyle, you getting shit canned wasted and then bawling when you couldn't find her in the house in Winterhouse was really one of the truly romantic moments of the show, which is wild. And I'm so glad you found her in the same house. <laughs> it was a big house. There wasn't Yeah, to, to be know, fair. I, yeah.
2: Every every summer, you know, I I go into the house thinking, like, you know, Kyle and I don't have much going on. Like, we're so like things are good. We're happy. We're working hard. Like, yeah, there's stressors and you know, things aren't perfect. But I'm like, what you know, what can happen? And then night one. I'm like bringing things <laughs> and going off the deep end. And it just, you know, that's why I think uh, we we keep doing this because somehow we keep showing up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but Kyle, you've you've been here since day one, and you really spearheaded a lot of this, or at least, you know, you kind of, I think, uh, are the driving force from the very beginning to see the kind of success it's having now, where a lot of people like this is kind of taken over their, their Vanderpump rules itch, or, you know, the last two seasons, you guys were firing on all cylinders. It must've been incredibly painful for you, but so enjoyable to watch. Is there any kind <laughs> of... Um, Uh, I mean, are you proud of yourself in any way? Because you're also launching, which is turning out to be kind of an amazing brand and brand awareness for Loverboy. Thank you. No, I think,
0: I mean, look, she, she pretty much was there from day one as well. So I'll give, I'll give some credit to Amanda too. But, um, you know, I, I always looked at it as a type of like, Hey, it's both shits and giggles. And it's also a platform if you figure out a way to use it. And I look, I love my, my friends over at Vanderpump. I don't, you know, I think our shows are alike, but they're also very, you know, different. And we were able to keep filming right through the pandemic and, um, you know, provide a little bit of an outlet for people. But but yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy to, you know, at this point, we kind of almost give our summer to the show because it's like we've missed weddings and huge vacations and, and, and significant and family, events. Yeah. family, um, yeah. But it's I mean, look, it's rewarding and and, you know, the support that people um you know, have, have kind of shown for our brand, you know, we put our our blood, sweat and tears into Loverboy and like, I'm so glad that we're able to continue to, to, to kind of leverage the show as a platform because we're going nationwide this year. And it, I mean, you're the next, Bethany.
1: you guys are the next Bethany Frankel. Like, I mean, honestly, this is, this is kind of where you guys are working towards where it's like, I feel like now we're all like kind of seeing the vision, which I think is super cool because the Bravo audience was in on the ground floor with you guys too, which is just really cool. When you start at least from the outside, it looks like, wow, this is really headed. Like you go to stores now and it's there.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. Um, Just be, I mean, I knew one thing going in cause I didn't know a damn thing about Bravo, but they've got a great audience. So I mean, that's, that's the key
1: thank you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well uh new cast members uh you got are you uh, are you very do you put them through a hazing process you had luke which is recently which by the way have you ever uh heard luke's uh hit song suit and tie hair slick back that he likes to sing in his bedroom by himself <laughs> with the guitar has he ever played that for you guys in the open uh, He's to himself no. but uh, thankfully it's recorded Yeah, no, I had Ian Gelfand on the show a while back And he was talking about filming that pandemic season And I'm just like, those moments with you guys in the room Where those just like stationary cameras are so good But it's like so scary
2: Yeah, well, sometimes you're like, you know, this will never make it Like, I'm just, you just want to live your life You know, you can't be on 24 seven. And then the moment that you kind of just like forget that the cameras are there That's when they really just get it and use it against you
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it's, it's
0: always amazing. It's always like, uh, you always forget. I mean, even when you don't have a mic on. I mean, there's just mics everywhere and it's it's amazing what they're able to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the,
2: with the new cast, I mean, there's there's no I would say there's there's no hazing. Um
1: I wish, but Well, no, Andre is coming back from Winterhouse and then we have two new characters and I guess Craig is kind of like a mascot for the show now or something too, right?
2: <laughs> he's just, he can't get away from the cameras. He can say he, he loves love it, but that's- he, he, he loves it. He
1: loves it. He's the Tom Hanks of Bravo, yeah. Um he loves it. Uh, so in terms of the relationships we left on Winterhouse, from an outside perspective, we saw especially you, Mana, in that last episode um, going to Austin and kind of like, yo, like, what's going on here? And it looks like it continues over where there is- a love triangle within the house between supposedly from the preview, Austin Sierra and Lindsay. Is that, uh, does that take off the heavy lifting for you guys in terms of drama sometimes if you see that happening? Yeah. I (laughs) think You're like, go, go, go.
2: The easiest thing to talk about is other people's relationships. It just, anyone, whether you're on TV or not, I mean, we see it firsthand. Our comments are full of, you know, opinions on our relationship and that's, kind of what we're doing um, you know, in a house together also. So it definitely it's it makes it lighter for us. Um, but I'm still getting just as involved because I can't help it. You know, my my heart breaks for my friends and I feel whatever they're feeling and or even more so than they care about. Um (laughs) sometimes I'm the one that's like more upset. I'm like, how are you not heartbroken over this? Like this is terrible. Um but uh but yeah, it's you don't want it's, relationship drama is not fun for anyone, but it's definitely more fun when it's not about us. But I
0: mean, yeah, it's like when people wake up in the morning and of course the cameras are rolling, you know, if, if there was like a couple or there's a romance and there was drama, like that's the first thing everybody's talking about. It's human nature, whether there's cameras there or not. So, yeah, anytime there's like other relationship drama i'm rooting for it i mean i'm rooting for our friends but i'm also like (laughs) it's one less one less reason to talk about us two two birds one stone
2: yeah romantic relationships and friendships though you know anytime any people any two people are fighting where you're able to give an opinion it's it's uh we're happy do you ever take that into
1: your actual lives outside of the show where you become way more dramatic to just normal people in your life where you're like flipping tables at a moment's notice and you're like, sorry, that's reality TV. I'm just.
2: <laughs> no, I definitely I feel like I I still it's, I can't help myself but to share with people and try to share in their experience and let them know that I understand where they're coming from. So I, I definitely um, I definitely still cry, but not as dramatic
0: I mean, I'm not angry. I'm going to, I'd say I'm more emotional than I am dramatically. I can't watch movie and not cry. Like I cried on the plane last night. No, that's what I love you. You You have
1: that emotional aspect of you where you will tear up at anything. Like, so that's like, I really, that is one of your best qualities, actually. I don't know if that's annoying to you, Amanda, but I love that on the show.
2: I love it. I love it about him. I think, you know, because he is so serious when he works, he is so crazy and fun and like party guy when he's drinking. And then there is a side of him where he he cries and he gets emotional whether it's about family or in movies or something watched, that watched really uh, touched him I think the first time what was it called like the lion or something uh that was the, the lion was king was, no <laughs> oh my god I forgot what it was called but it was um oh, it was in the India. first movie that we watched together that I was not crying and he had like tears streaming down his face. And I was like, I think I love this man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle was crying. Just I was so you so can embarrassed though,
0: like, yeah, I get, I get a little self-conscious about it. like last, last night we were on the plane and we watched our friend, which is based on like real life events and it's super touching. And I'm, I'm, Falling. I'm just like trying to pretend like no one <laughs> mask is like yeah. full up here. I'm
2: like, it's okay. <laughs> Summers are supposed to be fun.
1: <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> I, but there is something about being in the air where I don't know. I think it's like a study where you are apt to be more emotional in the air. So like you will cry at airplane movies. I mean, not you, Amanda, but Kyle, definitely. Um but definitely, I mean. Kyle, how much would I have to crowdfund to get the full unedited 17 page email? I have Danny Pellegrino willing to narrate with me. I have a, I mean, I have, how much would it take? I have little pieces of it that I caught on camera, but I would love, I mean, we could give it all to charity. I want the full 17 page email.
2: I'll say, I'm going to answer this one because it. His 17 page email was about me and my feelings. So my, my beautiful boyfriend took all of my venting and emotions and things that I was just getting off my chest and decided to put them on paper and send them to our friends and say, here's how Amanda feels. Um, so I don't want' oh, that's a
1: perfect synopsis that. of we can um, redact we can redact the really bad parts we can redact mix in yeah.
2: with his own emotions but you know when you're angry you feel a certain way you've been about why you're hurt and Kyle decided to write it down uh and and have it out there forever
1: oh, What, yeah, was
2: yeah. It? what, what it. Is. um say oh. it forget it text it regret it yeah see, it, regret yeah it. yeah write it regret yeah. it yeah yeah. yeah.
1: Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's tryfirstlea com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good.
0: In the grand scheme of things though, I think, you know, I I had toned down that 17 page email by the time I clicked send. You know, you like sleep on it and then you're like, all right, let's take it down and off.
2: Imagine. Um,
0: But I think that second season, like, almost feels like a walk in the park to, to season five for me, so I, I feel like that was like the warm up, and thank God I I wasn't allowed to write an email from the last season. <laughs>
1: but that was that, but see that those kind of things, and the thing, the reason that we don't have the email, it kind of becomes legendary. Then it becomes this kind of history of the show, which really good shows have that. But season five, you guys really were in. You guys did the best pandemic season, which sounds silly, but really where they they kind of nailed it, putting you guys in that bubble, and it was. Which, by the way, I was almost did like I got paranoid to the fact where I was like they broke that stove on purpose just to make you guys go crazy, you know? We thought that. We thought that. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, I was like, you'd be watching in the kitchen, guy would be working, and Hannah would walk by, and it was just like this tension all the time. But it was so, yeah. it was so good. And in fact, There's nowhere to the, go. We had the drink throw last season, but we get a drink throw this season between Sierra and Danielle. And I'm unfortunately I know we're not supposed, to, but I'm team Danielle because she's just OG. But I mean, it's just this season seems just as much of a pressure cooker as last season. And the world was a little bit more open. Yeah. It yeah, was, uh... we, we
2: upgraded from a, a plastic cup to a, a wine glass this season.
1: So that's yeah. a, that's 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 growth. Yeah. If I still. Just, I had to throw out. I want to talk about
2: if just, my damage if to my outfit shows, that night. Yeah. <laughs> if it just shows, we went. If season five's drama is plastic cup, and season six drama is is actual wine glass. That's uh. That's the upgrade you're gonna get um, after
1: all of it. <laughs> I see that you guys are in a new house, and I know, but I'm kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, is there any kind of thing of like, oh, we need to stay in that same house that had like good filming chart? Like do you guys get that way when you move from the first house to the pandemic house to this house, does that matter so much? Or is that kind of thrown out the window?
0: I love switching it up. I think it almost adds something new to the show. I would want to switch it up. Even if I wasn't filming, just cause I, th- I think change is fun. This house, um, a friend of mine actually helped us find it. And, He was telling me there were just some legendary parties back in the day. But, you know, the guy that used to own it, used to own like a bunch of the big clubs in the Hamptons. So they had already set the bar pretty high. And thank God we could throw some parties this year.
2: It was a great house. I think it was. For, for me, I would, the only reason I would love to stay there or find a house with a similar backyard is because it's the first place we had where there was an outdoor bar yeah. and a whole like, you know, refrigerator, ice bucket area where we could keep our guests outside so our cleanup wasn't correct <laughs> the next morning. Did you just it see was. like strangers like on
1: the window, like, let me in, let me in?
2: I've walked in. It's still, yeah. You walk into your bathroom where you thought you locked the door because, you know, we have all of our stuff out there and, um, you know, you find people like using your toilet and like your perfume. And I'm just like, excuse me. <laughs> I don't know like, whose friend you are, but you're not mine.
0: But the funny thing <laughs> is like the, um, the house that we are in season two through four, so much goes on in the kitchen. Cause like that's yeah. life that you're like, all right, how much of this show is going to take place in this kitchen?
1: So you got to switch it up, I feel. Well, I mean, you even, the stove (laughs) Vermont kitchen even worked. Like, I mean, even that tiny house, which was, but that's the crazy thing about you guys is every time I think like, you know, you guys do those like dancing party scenes, like even if it's just so real and you're like, man, I really long for that. Of like, I, you know, it's like, I used to have friends that we would get like, crazy like that. And you always seem to actually make it fun. And I believe it, whether, I mean, I, sometimes I'm just like, I can't believe you guys have to drink again that night, but then you guys end up making it fun. But sometimes I hurt, I don't get Kyle. How, I mean, it's getting crazy. Like, how are you guys doing this? And then going to exercise class a couple of years ago, like you'd get up for like soul cycle or some crap. And I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? that you're able to have this energy. I, um, I will say, Part of the reason
0: we started doing our own beverage is because we you drink you drink a lot of crap when you don't know what's on the label because a lot of alcohol products don't have a label. So I know this sounds like a plug, but like literally if the nights that I strictly only drink Loverboy, I wake up with way less of a hangover because there isn't all the sugar and God knows what. So I mean that's that's step one but step Still two come
2: over but less yes yeah, step, <laughs> step two
0: is just to plow right through it like you <laughs> you you'll feel better if you get a little sweaty. I mean know. this
2: man runs on adrenaline and if there is someone else going to a workout class or someone else getting up early or someone else doing it, it's adrenaline and fomo for him so he doesn't want to miss out. he doesn't want to not be included. He will get himself out of bed. Meanwhile, I'm happy going to sleep early. And been missing out on the winter activities.
0: house, <laughs> winter house. I couldn't work out. So I actually, I have never felt like more disgusting in my life coming off the heels of that. That's show. what I'm saying.
1: That you guys are doing that for us. Like we really appreciate like what you're putting in your bodies through and your like personal relationships. It's just wild. Um, really quick. As we start winding down, I need to know how many dogs you're fostering right now. My friend was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Ask, ask about the, the dogs. They love the dog so much.
2: So we, we're fostering two. Um, they're currently at my parents' house, but they we have because we, o- we were traveling. We haven't officially done it, but we'll be adopting both of them. We kind of got stuck with them.
1: So that's kind of an official announcement. That's a huge that, there you beat, go. That beats the is Carl is Lindsay thing. It. That beats Carl yeah. Lindsay. We we are officially
0: a, a foster fail, which is a good thing. It's it's when you <laughs> foster and then wind up adopting
2: yes we we were definitely going to take one and hoping that a a family member or someone really close with us would take the other and it's not working out that way and we just can't part with with them both so they're going to be and we can't
0: separate them. i mean at this point
1: we've got to go to we're in
2: love and you think kyle's cute when he you know gets emotional and cries you should see him with these dogs
1: I love that Kyle, like, is sitting there, like, kind of like, uh, but I, like, we've all seen you, dude, you get super emotional, like, in the best way, like, there's nothing, I mean, it's hysterical. Do all your friends know you like that as well, outside of the show?
0: I think a lot of people know there's different sides of me, because, like, if you meet me during the week in a professional setting, you know, and then you watch an episode of Summer House, you're gonna be like, what the heck? Like, this guy is, perhaps bipolar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like when it comes to dogs, I, I love like dogs, but I also just know there are a lot of responsibility and I've got a lot of responsibility on my plate. So it's always been this tough.
2: It's just the next step to family because that's a lot of responsibility too, children. So exactly. we're just taking it. And we would
1: like to announce right here, uh, you are uh, pregnant, right? We would like Uh, to announce it's a huge... Kyle! Kyle, Kyle, this is amazing. Loverboy can help. I call it um, (laughs) the painkiller from the Virgin (laughs) Islands. All Uh, the sugar. Wait, I saw on your picture, Amanda, it said Honeymoon Island. Was that your honeymoon?
2: We went on a nice little mini moon trip. We haven't been on vacation together in so long. um, And we only had a small window of time to do this. So what Kyle took essentially one day off from work and we made a long weekend of it
0: yeah so it was it was long overdue literally we haven't we haven't gone on a true vacation our only vacations have been filmed for TV shows, so i don't call the call those like the
1: the relax and recharge time. the last
2: time we went away together was before we got engaged to greece yeah oh yeah i mean
1: uh, i host i host this uh show with uh sophie ross on monday who you guys know a little bit and she is just Always because we always look up to people in certain reality shows are like, are they as nice as they are? And And she's always just like, those guys are the real deal. They're amazing people. And I, I want to thank you guys because you really are amazing people. And I think the audience really sees that uh, by some weird alchemy, the camera picks up on that. And I'm so, I'm so, uh, I'm so glad it kind of turned out the way it did with the the Hannah situation and all of this. I'm just really glad that you guys uh, are remained there and still doing the show. We really, really, truly love it. Yeah. You, what do you guys think about moving to Mondays?
0: uh you know we've we've been on three different nights of the week now we had wednesdays then thursdays i mean
2: i'm i'm excited i think as a bravo watcher myself after a weekend monday night is when i'm you know ready looking for something to watch on tv so i think people are going to be really pumped uh that we're on on monday and we're right after our friends on below deck which is no awesome. it's like
1: the perfect combination start the party early like it's something to actually look forward to on mondays because normally mondays are just a horrible day overall yeah we mondays we got
2: the yacht to sail over to the hamptons so we can hop could on you
1: imagine it. a summer house movie on a yacht you just do a big wow. two-hour episode on a <laughs> uh, I captain love that. Um, i
2: would love that we got to get that crossover in the works next
1: Um, You guys, of course, support Loverboy. Go check out, go request it at your local liquor store, stores, all of that stuff. How else can we support you guys and the brand and keep this going?
2: Yeah, you can buy our spritz and our martinis online on drinkloverboy.com.
0: Yeah, our teas are what we sell in store. Um, Our spritz and our cocktails, you sell them online, just like our merch. Um, It's a little complicated, but that's due to alcohol laws. And and yeah, just give us a follow and
1: we'll hopefully be in a store near you.
2: Launching a new flavor in February. So Ooh, yes. keep your eyes a
1: out. A new cocktail. Well, that is amazing. Thank you guys so much for taking your time. There is nobody else I would wake up this early for, Aww. but you guys are just well. I mean, just awesome, awesome, awesome. Summer house, you guys, this Monday and every Monday thereafter. It is going to be wild, I assure you. Uh, thanks, Kyle and Amanda. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. You. Appreciate so you having nice. us. I okay Kyle Cook and Amanda Batula ladies and gentlemen now i i feel horrible cuz now i have to recap the summerhouse season six six premiere and it did not go well for kai Ky- i mean that's i gosh kaimanda looks like it's going to have a rough season if you saw the trailer it looks even like it gets rougher than this and you know it it there there's like triggering emotions when i i mean Here's the deal. You guys know this in long relationships. It's just you guys, you, everybody knows each other. You know each other so well that you just sometimes just annoy the crap out of each other. I can't imagine being on TV is amazing when you're going through something like this. And I guess there's one argument to say, well, at least they're sharing it with us. But man, I'm so insecure most of the time that I do not know how I would take so many people having an opinion on my relationship. Now, Kyle really does unfortunately suffer from, I think, a very a big self-esteem. Now, I was completely on Kyle's side through all of that, the Hannah stuff. And I just did not like how Hannah treated Kyle and definitely treated Amanda, who was her friend. And I will tell you. Watching this uh, this episode, I did not miss Hannah at all. In fact, I kind of forgot that she was there, and Sierra fits right in that bed next to uh, to Paige just as well as Hannah did. Like, that almost made me feel sad for Hannah, is that if she does watch this, it's like, you just see that, like, Paige literally just has another girl in the bed and they're talking, looking at their phones. That's exactly what we saw from Hannah last season. Just looking at her phone in bed, you know, and at least we're not, I mean... Well, who knows what Sierra's going to do with Austin? I'm going to lick you. (laughs) I still... oh, So many questions. Because remember, from the preview, we see that Austin hooks up with Lindsay, and he's like, I'm going to lick you front to back. And she's like, why are you the sweetest man ever? And if I was Carl, her new boyfriend, I would... I would... I would not like that. Because Austin... Austin's just a tool. I don't know... uh, Like, Craig skates by somehow, but Austin is a tool because I know he knows what he's doing. I know he knows the behavior he's exhibiting towards women and using them because he's looking out for number one. He wants to have a good time. He wants to feel boobs and butts who doesn't, right? But he doesn't really take into account other people's feelings. And I think it's fascinating. And then when he comes into another show and he's supposedly going to be hooking up with Sierra and Lindsay, and that's fucked up now, Carl and Kyle, Kyle, we're both on Watch What Happens Live tonight with Andy, and hats off to Andy, man. Andy grilled Kyle and was like, "Yo, why are you blaming Amanda for any of this?" Like Andy really grilled him. And on the other hand, Carl is Mr. Perfect, looks great, in love with Lin- like he he said him and Lindsay are boyfriend and girlfriend that they've been over at each other's place every night this past week because of course they live in the same building, but also they just genuinely like to be around each other. And, I mean, this seems like it could be the real deal. I got to tell you, man, Carl makes sobriety look attractive. Like, I, 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 I Instagram posted this. Carl makes me want to be a better man. You know, like, he actually, I look up like I look up to like you guys know I look up to like Tom Sandoval for his passion I even like Kyle because he like really is like gung-ho and has a plan and wants to really push this business through but I really admire Carl and some of the things that he says in this first episode in regards to having a plan to keep himself alive and sane and I think that is so cool that he is six months sober and now he's a year sober you guys but in the show we see that he's six months sober and how he's learning to live with this and he's, he's getting You can see the confidence he's getting in it. And I just thought that was so cool to see. We don't get to see a lot of that on TV. And you might be, you might say, like, well, are we going to get the drunken antics? Guys, we do get the drunken antics. Kyle's shit faced off his ass by the, you know, coming in, picking his butt, watching his clothes get thrown around because Amanda was very angry with him and threw his stuff everywhere, which is frightening and amazing at the same time but guys it has the magic we have the night vision cameras immediately in this first episode we have my other favorite which i've always told you like when they put the six boxes up like like so we see six different like six or nine different angles of the house it is a new house like i talked with kyle and amanda so it's a new house but i already feel good vibes they have leveled up this is a great house now i was worried that i thought well, I wasn't worried. They had the best COVID season of any show, I think. They really trapped them and and it really fed fed the show uh, in this amazing way. And I kind of was worried that by letting them go out and hang out with other people and like it would kind of ruin the magic of this past season where they really had to deal with each other. But if the first episode is any, um, you know, any example, it's really going to be great like, I mean, okay, let's just get into it. So this episode, episode one of season six, is called Where's My Lover, Comma, Boy. Now, what I think they did here, and, and I'm not uh, a rocket scientist, but I think this is a play-on of the Drink lover boy. Um, uh, Kyle and Amanda and, and Carl's company lover boy. So where's my lover boy? But it also is a double meaning, folks, because Amanda Batula at the end of this episode is wondering where her lover Kyle is, because Kyle is not answering his phone after 27 uh, times calling him 27 times. Like, I remember that back in the day being married. And if I was out and like you check your phone and you see seven calls like you ever want to like shit immediately that'll do it like when i remember just going like oh i i've left like i've looked at my phone and left places immediately once i had gotten more than three calls you know like i was like oh gotta get gotta go like there was nothing like my ex to put the fear of god in me and i mean you know great per- like i but you know i would just and I was nowhere near Kyle, like not even close, like, but I was, so I do not know how this man has the balls on him to not answer 27 times. Like also, uh, okay, we'll get to that part. I'm already jumping ahead. So we're back, baby. We're back. As Caitlyn Jenner says, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, also before we start, I'd like to give a, uh, like a little prayer to baby Jesus, Baby Jesus, I love you. Thank you for creating Summer House. And thank you for creating Yellow Jackets and Cheers Season 2. And little baby Jesus, you've created so much good TV for us to uh, watch with our families and friends or just by ourselves in our underwear. We so appreciate it, dear baby Jesus. Thank you for giving us all of this entertainment and helping me, uh, for the lack of life, actual life that I do have. Amen. Okay. And also my next note is Austin is fucking stupid. Yeah. I think that's, you know, cause they were, they, what they did at the beginning, you guys, they showed the entire preview of the the season and Austin was in a couple of those with his doofy little dimples. Um, I just, I don't, I don't trust that guy as far as I can throw him. Also, we are going to see Craig obviously come in with Paige and there is like a thing where I think Craig admits that he did, he did bang Kristen Cavallari because Paige is like, you want to watch me leave? Watch. Like kind of threatening Craig. Like you better, you better hurt me, you know, which that's not even a or me. That's not a page imitation. What if I, what if I page Hey, what's up? I'm Paige the Sorbo and I'm here in the summer house. Um, so, <laughs> so we have the wedding. We hear Kyle this season say that he's $4 million in debt. We see Andrea, poor little, hot little Italian man. Andrea is like, oh, page hurt me, A page, a page hurt me. Oh, Paige. oh, Paige hurt me. oh so sad. She goes with the Craig. Um, and then we see Austin Lindsay hook up and then Danielle gets in Sierra's face. or well, not gets it because I think Sierra gets in Daniel's face, but Daniel's saying, yo, You shouldn't be mad at each other. You and Lindsay, you should be mad at Austin. And a glass gets broken and glass shards like hit Danielle and they hit every major artery and she's no longer with us. No, but I did hear she did get a little hurt. And then at the end of the preview, something like, uh, like if I think Paige says, like, if somebody doesn't find you beautiful, they needed a lobotomy. And Sierra goes, what's a lobotomy? Yo, Sierra's a nurse. That's not even funny. You should definitely know what a lobotomy is. Like, what is going on in nursing school? Like, I even know, I'm, I'm a podcaster and I know what a lobotomy is. It's wild. So immediately we get two months, it says two months earlier from that wedding date that we see, two months earlier. And you know, I get such a boner for Chiron's with times on Summer House especially, like they'll do, uh, like they do right now, they do Friday, July 2nd. 1.11 p.m. Like the specificity, like like some crew member was like, OK, we're going to use this shot clock it at 111 p.m. We're going to put that on screen. But it makes me feel like a, I, I get I skeek out so hard. I'm like, oh, my God, I was alive Friday, July 2nd at 1.11 p.m. Like I was it <laughs> was literally looking at my calendar scene. What was I doing that day? What was I? So it's Fourth of July weekend. Kyle and Amanda are going out to their car in the city. Kyle's like, I got my weekender bag all packed. Um, Kyle in the car says, I'm excited, we're getting married. And Amanda goes, feels like we're already married. Amanda feels a little, um, she seems a little, what, not haggard? Because she's beautiful. She just seems a little tired. And I'm tired of Kyle, I think. that's the, Maybe that's the word. And Kyle's like, Amanda's like, yeah, I feel like we're already married. What's going to change? And Kyle's like, maybe you can start respecting me. And Amanda goes, that's never going to happen. We cut to Lindsay picking up Danielle. They're like, yeah, yeah, you know, the thing girls do. And they're like, yay! And then we cut to Sierra and Paige. Paige is driving. And in the back seat, we meet Paige's friend, Maya, who is just in the back. They're talking about who's going to drive on the trip to the Hamptons, which is going to take two hours. But by the way, this is what I always say. if When Bravo—and they're going to take this idea one day. Bark my words. Bravo just— let me pay 10 extra dollars for the two hour car ride. Like what I, sh- I want to be able to piecemeal edit my own version of summer house. Give me the raw footage. Like I just want like, could, wouldn't it be cool if like for 599, you can pay just to see Paige's car ride down for two hours. Like they might not be talking about anything. They might be just listening to music. I'm telling you it would be like ASMR for me. You know, I'm, I know that's a good idea. You guys think about it. Like, no, really don't poo poo it. Think about it. It's a good idea. Like, think about we could watch all the Real Housewives of New York bus trips. We could watch. I mean, like, I just want unedited footage. So Lindsay says um, we cut back to Lindsay. She's like, I'm excited. Uh, This is going to be an amazing summer. Everything is open again because of last season with COVID. We get a flashback of last summer with the iconic. How many sandwiches have you made for me? To, to um, Javi? No, not Javi. I'm thinking of Yellow Jackets. To her ex. Um, I'm spacing on his name right now. Um, Lindsay lets us know this summer she's casually been dating Jason, who we met from Winterhouse. Now, I knew a little bit of this, and I've got to talk to Sophie, the Mo- my Monday co-host, because I know she told me that like she gave Lindsay her TV and Jason came and helped pick it up or sold Lindsay her TV. So cause it was too big for Sophie's place. And Jason came and said, Jason was really sweet. So I wonder how much of this she already knew. I I've got a griller about this. Um, and, uh, she, so she lets us know, yeah, I've been casually dating, but we're not exclusive. Lindsay says I'm independent. I'm free flying. And I want to keep my options open. She says, I want to live free and die trying, which isn't that like a 50 cent song which is just like imagine if Lindsay was the girl that just quoted 50 cent all the time of like it's my birthday i'm gonna party like it's my birthday gonna sip a party like it's my birthday and you know we don't give a fuck because that's your birthday in Lindsay's club sorry you guys uh we cut to kyle and amanda's fun car ride and amanda belch's so that's where they're at. Uh, they got three months away to their wedding, we find out. And Kyle goes, too much is going on. Kyle's, and then Kyle says, kind of offhand, goes, we're going to need, like, because they're talking about the wedding, all this stuff coming out. And Kyle goes, we're definitely going to need more out of you, directed towards Amanda. Like, that's fucked up. Like, that's... Like, also, like, the cameras are rolling. Like, I sometimes, like, almost would feel comforted if I found out they were, like, playing things up for the camera, but sometimes it doesn't feel like they're playing things up for the camera, and that's what makes me nervous, you know? Like, I just don't want to, like, I love, I like these guys. I want these guys to work. I don't want bad things to happen. I like both of them, you know? <sighs> feel like they're my parents, and i just worried about them fighting all the time now. And also, the thing that really bothers me about this, and I know I keep harping on Hannah, but she really hurt a lot of us last season, and I, I think it goes without saying, is that I'm also of the mind is that, like, yo... Keep it together, you guys. We don't want it because Hannah's rooting for your destruction. Hannah is literally not wanting you guys to succeed. I know that. I know. I feel that in my bones. So then I really want to prove her wrong. And you guys do make it, you know? I want it so bad. Well, we do know they're married. And I know that is happening. But I was just rewatching the season of Vanderpump Rules with Katie and Tom Schwartz's wedding. And that was an intense season too. remember leading up to the wedding. And Tom was like, I don't even think I want to do this. And I mean, the deal is like Tom's not really an alpha male. He kind of just like lays back and let's, you know, let let things just kind of flow. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It just but it was it was that kind of awkwardness. And I know these guys are so great. Remember in Winterhouse? I mean, we talked about in this interview when Kyle just cried because he couldn't find her in the same house. Like, I want more moments like that, where where is my boo Amanda in this house instead of where is my boo Kyle? And Kyle's like, you know, 20 miles away at Southampton Social House drinking with his buddies by himself. Like, I don't, you know. And also, like, the other thing is, I don't know if, like, think about the psychology of this do you think Kyle and people of this ilk and reality shows do these things on purpose because they're almost starting, like, trying to start drama? Because what would possess somebody to the first night there to, le- to just stay out when every one of the castmates have gone back? Because if you're not hanging out with the castmates and you're hanging out with your friends, like, yo, this is about hanging out with the castmates. Like, I love that I get this serious. Like, I feel like there's—it's like in Scream when they say there's rules about, like, horror movies. There's rules about reality shows. Just, like, you should not be able to disengage more than one time a season, Meredith Marks. And you should not be hanging out with other people that are not in the cast, Kyle Cook. And I love you, Kyle. Come on. But you—let's get, get your head in the game here. Um— so uh, 4:49 p.m., we see up on screen Lindsay and Danielle get to the house. We all we for the first time we see nine boxes like. of all the cameras coming to life we see the pool, we see the kitchen area we see the rooms, we see the living room Uh, Lindsay's jumping on a bed Danielle acts like she's never seen a bidet before, she's like that puts water in my butt and which then immediately made me think of the Austin line uh, again of, I'm gonna eat you front to back and I'm like, yo bro, save that for the bidet Um, Carl walks in looking like a G-damn king, you know King Carl comes like, I ain't like he walks in like a million bucks. I'm um, already livid. They, uh, they go check out all the rooms together, which, you know, I love a good room. Check out it. Like, it makes my heart feel full. Reminds me of the real world. You can never get enough checking. And also the thing that really bothers me about this, and I know I keep harping on Hannah, but she really hurt a lot of us last season. And I, I think it goes without saying is that I'm also of the mind is that like, yo, keep it together, you guys. We don't want it because Hannah's rooting for your destruction. Hannah is literally not wanting you guys to succeed. I know that. I know. I feel that in my bones. So then I really want to prove her wrong and you guys do make it, you know? I want it so bad. Well, we do know they're married and I know that is happening but I was just re-watching the season of Vanderpump Rules with Katie and Tom Schwartz's wedding. And that was an intense season too. remember leading up to the wedding. And Tom was like, I don't even think I want to do this. And I mean, the deal is like Tom's not really an alpha male. He kind of just like lays back and let's, you know, let, let things just kind of flow. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It just, but it was, it was that kind of, awkwardness. And I know these guys are so great. Remember in Winterhouse? I mean, we talked about in this interview when Kyle just cried because he couldn't find her in the same house. Like, I want more moments like that, where where is my boo Amanda in this house instead of where is my boo Kyle? And Kyle's like, you know, 20 miles away at Southampton Social House drinking with his buddies by himself. Like, I don't, you know. And also, like, the other thing is, I don't know if, like, think about the psychology of this do you think Kyle and people of this ilk and reality shows do these things on purpose because they're almost starting like trying to start drama? Because what would possess somebody to the first night there to le- to just stay out when every one of the castmates have gone back? Cuz if you're not hanging out with the castmates and you're hanging out with your friends, like yo, this is about hanging out with the castmates. Like, I love that I get this serious. Like, I feel like there's—it's like in Scream when they say there's rules about, like, horror movies. There's rules about reality shows. Just, like, you should not be able to disengage more than one time a season, Meredith Marks. And you should not be hanging out with other people that are not in the cast, Kyle Cook. And I love you, Kyle. Come on. But you—let's get get your head in the game here. Um— so, uh, 4:49 p.m., we see up on screen Lindsay and Danielle get to the house. We all we for the first time we see nine boxes like. Bloop, 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 of all the cameras coming to life we see the pool we see the kitchen area we see the rooms we see the living room uh Lindsay's jumping on a bed Danielle acts like she's never seen a bidet before she's like that puts water in my butt and which then immediately made me think of the Austin line uh again of I'm gonna eat you front to back and I'm like yo bro save that for the bidet um Carl walks in looking like a G damn king, you know, King Carl comes like I ain't like he walks in like a million bucks. I'm already livid. They uh, they go check out all the rooms together, which, you know, I love a good room. Check out it like it makes my heart feel full. Reminds me of the real world. You can never get enough checking of the rooms. I love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, Carl goes, this house is sick. Lindsay, I noticed wearing a denim shirt. And on the back back, it says I'm happiest in the Hamptons which feels like something my mom would buy at like a Ross dress for less in the Hamptons. Uh, we cut to page Maya, the new girl and Sierra walking in Sierra sees Carl and goes, Carl, you look so good. I always think about Maya and the other new guy, I believe his name's Adam. Um, you know how hard it is. Like you're already nervous. You have never been on reality TV before. And you have to, you have to meet new people. Like I would be a nervous wreck. I would be a nervous wreck. Um, I, and I would be the guy and I can see why on The Bachelor when they used to like let them like just pound drinks. I would. Like, this is how I ended up doing mushrooms the other night. I think these things are going to calm me down and they always just make it worse. But I would be that one like just pounding shots to try to like relax myself. And then I would fall into the pool. I would strip down naked and fall into the pool. And then the next day, I would apologize to all the housemates that I had only met one time. None of the girls would want to talk to me because they would be like, who's the creepy uncle right here? This Ryan guy that ran around naked and then threw up all over the lawn chairs. And i would be like, no, I'm a nice guy, you guys. And then they don't talk to me for the first month of the summer. And then finally, Lindsay's like, yo, I'll let you like make my food and stuff like that. But I don't really, you know, we're not, this is not a friendship, I just actually, I'm hungry and I don't want to make food, so we bond on that sense, but Paige and Sierra never talk to me for the entire summer, I can see that, you know, and then Kyle one time is wasted and he tries to pee on me, and I'm like, yo, dude, don't do that, and he's like, shut up, weirdo, you're the weirdo guy from the first night of the house, I will pee on you, I've been here all six seasons, and I'm like, pee away, bro, and Luke is really the only guy that takes me in, and I sing songs with him when he plays it on his acoustic guitar, I'm like, suit and tie, hair slick back, which, by the way, we don't get any Luke Galbranson in this episode. He is back in Minnesota. Uh, so I'm assuming he comes in next week. Uh, so Maya, we find out she moved to New York two years ago with her ex. But it didn't work out. But her love affair of New York has continued. Uh, and she says, let's be honest. Beyonce goes to the Hamptons every summer. So I want to go, too. Which I, I'm, I'm right there. If Beyonce does something, you bet Ryan Bailey's going to do something, you know? Um Carl asked Maya, how do you know Paige? And he's like, she's like, well, you know, the city, we're friends, go out drinking. How else are you going to know somebody? It was a little too snotty for my liking that one line. And I know I'm reading into things, but that's why I am paid the big bucks. You know, Carl lets us know he's six months sober. And then he announces to the, the room that he's single. And he's like, I'm kind of ready to start dating. And then in a talking head, Carl says, every tr- summer I try to be different. We see a, a montage of him saying every summer, like, I'm Carl 2.0. I'm Carl 3.0. I'm a recovering fuck boy. Uh, we see all of the relationships he's been in over the, the summers, too. Remember, he had a relationship with Paige. And then they would go back to the city. And he wouldn't even, like, call her to hang out. He would just, like, hang out with her on the weekends. There was a lot of weird darkness there. You know, and he really hit it very well from the cameras. But then we would come back to the summer house, and Paige would be like, Yo, Carl didn't even like call me. And it just didn't make sense. But with the alcohol and stuff like that, it makes a lot more sense. So, um, And also remember last summer, the one night Carl did drink, or one of the only nights Carl did drink after, like, he got into a huge fight with Luke, and that was where Lindsay tackled him because she's in the ROTC. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, Lindsay is fucking indestructible, man. I love Lindsay Hubbard so much. Uh, I think I've fully creeped her out, but I love Lindsay Hubbard. Um, Carl lets us know he's kicking ass at work. He says, I look better. My skin is pretty damn good. He says, I'm Carl 6.0, super pro x Max. Um, Carl also says, let's us know he works out at 7 a.m. every morning. And that's when I wrote the note. Fuck you, Carl. Like, I mean, how did, da- like, if I wake up at 7 a.m., I'm literally just like, uh, just moaning, like, uh, 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 cut to Kyle and Amanda walking in the house. Kyle says, I'm so excited to be back in the Hamptons the last summer before I tie the knot. I'm working my ass off at work planning this wedding for like the third time. Now I'm back. It's time to go big or go home. He says, I need this summer. How many summers have we seen Kyle go in saying the same shit? Like I need this summer. (laughs) He's always just like, yo dude, just say you want to get hammered. Like that's what you really want to do. Um, we, we see our first lover boy can in the episode. That's exciting for everybody. um, Andrea, we find out is coming, the Italian stallion from Winterhouse that Paige was hooking up with. Paige reminds us that he's the hottest person she's ever seen in her life. Um, she tells us that, you know, yeah, we met in Vermont. It was hot and heavy, a vacation romance. After Vermont, uh, we hung out in the city. But immediately he asked her to stop seeing other people. But she also, like Lindsay, loves being single and doesn't want to give that up. How interesting that we have two ladies really sowing their wild oats or kind of wanting to. I really respect that. Like, it must drive these men crazy, though, because I would imagine... I've not been in this situation just because I don't date a lot, but I would imagine... If if you have a big ego, it would be like, what? I'm perfect. What are you talking about? But if you're insecure, I imagine it would kind of hurt of like, well, what's wrong with me that you don't want to like I like we'll get to this, but I truly felt bad for Jason from Winter House with Lindsay. The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. Ah, it's my favorite part of the show when we get to talk about our advertiser. This week, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by our friends at Green Chef. Green Chef is new to us and i am so excited they are a sponsor this week green chef what it is it's a ccof certified meal kit company now green chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle whether you're keto paleo vegan vegetarian gluten-free or just looking to eat more balanced meals or just looking to eat good food green chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences So it has fresh produce, premium proteins, organic ingredients that you can trust. Green Chef is now the number one meal kit for eating well. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week, featuring premium clean ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Green Chef's always changing variety of easy-to-follow recipes as well, and that means there is something new to discover each week so you never get bored. Green Chef makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices get you more chef-curated flavor in less time. So avoid the long lines at the grocery store because Green Chef is so convenient with pre-portioned, easy-to-follow recipes ...that are delivered right to your door. Uh, and especially in this day and age, it's amazing that you can get food delivered right to your door. You literally do not have to go out or leave the comfort of your own home. And you may be asking, Ryan, what kind of uh, what kind of things does uh, Home Chef offer? And I will tell you what I got. Uh, I got the skinny-taste Peruvian-inspired steak. Yes. The chicken breast and garlic demi-sauce. Uh, It has cheesy bacon, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Really good. And this, I love, the ahi tuna with lemon garlic butter. And it came with green beans. And you had roasted uh, uh, rosemary red potatoes. And I loved it. And you guys know me. I'm kind of a doofus. This stuff is easy for me to do. Uh, So I want you guys to try it out for yourself. Go to greenchef.com slash sobad130. And use the code sobad130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Dang, that's that's pretty good. That's greenchef.com/sobad130 and use code sobad130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Come on. Let's get two let's get two people to do this. That'll be amazing. Mom, if you're listening, let's do this. Dad would love this. Um That's actually really cool. Also, remember, with anything I promote on the show, it'll also be in my show description where you can go uh, and and check there as well. And you can always go back to uh, earlier episodes to see if, uh, you know, if you've forgotten a code or something. That's it, you guys. And now back to the show. Um, Lindsay asked Paige, well, didn't you start hooking up with Craig? and she's like well you know we didn't start that until may now it's july right now she says she's been doing this for two months with craig but it's not exclusive we can do whatever we want and she says the door is open for anyone to try so then andrea and alex walk in i think i called him adam earlier uh and andrea's like hello hello hey oh hello hello he's like i'm super mario yay um Paige is so smiley around Andrea. Like, I know she winds up with Craig, and they're really happy, and we ship them, but at the same time, I have never seen Paige smile bigger. She is like a giggle-gertie around Andrea. Like, I, I think I might be a giggle-gertie around, I'm like, he, Andrea's here, He, <laughs> Andrea, we notice, is a very tight hugger, but he's, like, really hot, so the girls love, like, once again, when I'm in the summer house, they'll be like, Why is Ryan such a tight hugger? But if Andrea does it, it's gonna be unfair because Andrea will be like, Oh, I love Andrea's tight hugs, and they'll be like, Ryan, we don't like your tight hugs. You smell like old spice. Um, Alex, the new guy, he's ripped. Like he's like, like, he's like big and ripped, and he has a sleeveless cutoff shirt. I hate the sleeveless cutoff shirt, and maybe it's like I don't have great arms, but I also just don't like the sleeveless cutoff shirt look. And especially if you're a little bigger build, which he's like so ripped, but it's like a big Ripped build, and Paige says about Andrea. I forgot how hot he really is. We find out that Alex is a trainer from New York. He was born in Hong Kong, but he also lived in Switzerland, Singapore, Miami, San Francisco. Uh, in a talking head, Alex says, "You know, I I do okay with the ladies, but I'm not a ladies man um, by any stretch of the imagination." Alex seems really pure. Did you guys get that vibe as well? He just seemed like a a pure man, which I'm like, does I don't know if he has enough dark side. For the summer house. Like I need to get that guy off his protein and onto some vodka. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to get that guy shit canned and then see what his true stripes are. There's got to be something else there. They wouldn't just go big buff dude that eats a lot of meat. Let's get him in the house. There's got to be something else, right? Like if you think about it as from a production standpoint, what else do we have with Alex? Got to be something. Think about that. He might've murdered somebody. We don't know. What if that, what if this season is a mystery season where they're like, wouldn't that be kind of an incredible, a summer house season that revolves around a murder. So it's like a summer house, like clue or a clue board game with the cast of summer house. Damn. The ideas are just flowing today. Um, they're all grabbing rooms carl's like everyone let's get rooms you know of course the sober guy's like let's get all of this stuff in motion you know andrea says you know i don't need a big room i need a small room i don't care you know he's like i'll take a small room but something else on me is not small he's referring to his big penis uh andrea lets us know he's on a b-side he can't come back uh to america if he leaves the country uh, but he really does miss his parents Kyle goes into his and Amanda's room and Amanda goes, Kyle, don't complain about the damn mattress. And he's like, I won't. I love our mattress. Lindsay is out there asking Alex to do uh, bench presses with the luggage. She's like, do a bicep curl with this bag. Um, cut to Kyle talking uh, on the, he's laying on the bed. Amanda's in the bathroom and he's just talking. Amanda goes, who are you talking to? And he's like, you. And she's like, I'm definitely not listening. So already, just a real happy vibe from these guys. Danielle uh, is with Carl. It's raining outside. Uh, Like, I love, like, I, man, wouldn't that be cool to be in the Hamptons if it's raining when you're in a mansion? Man, that'd be nice. I got to also say, shout out to Danielle Oliveira, if that's how you say her last name. What a solid person. Uh, You know, and I feel like that's why she doesn't get a lot of screen time, because she's a solid person. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of darkness there. There's like, she's really grown into this kind of beautiful woman. She's in a really successful relationship. She works really hard at her job. She seems like she does the right thing. Like, and those people need to be celebrated, but on reality shows, unfortunately, we don't see a lot of them because they don't pop on screen. But that's why I do think it is sometimes great to focus on these people because it, it it's, I think it's necessary, and it also gives a balance to like the unhinged, drunken moments from say a, a Carl or or whatnot. I, I really do really appreciate Danielle, and she's really grown on me over the seasons. I don't know if you guys feel the same way about that. Um, so, uh, Paige says, you know, uh, in regards to the rooms, you know, whatever room it doesn't matter what room I'm in, whatever room I'm in is the room the ladies get ready in. I'm like, okay, Paige, calm down. Um, Danielle, God bless her. She brings her own snacks for her room. We see her place her snacks by her dresser. Um, Sierra says, Sierra's talking to Paige in the room and they're talking about the boys. And Sierra says, I find Alex really hot, but I hate that shirt he's wearing. And I was like, first time I've fully agreed with Sierra. I hate his shirt too, Sierra. But then Sierra goes, and Carl looks so good. And Paige says, if you had to pick right now, and before Paige even finishes that sentence, Carl, she goes, Carl, she doesn't even hesitate. She's like, Carl, Carl's the one I would choose. Sierra goes, but I do have to assess the situation with Austin. And then in a talking head, Sierra lets us know that the chemistry between her and Austin was undeniable. Yo, I'll deny it, Sierra. Hey, throw it to me. I will deny that I did not see the chemistry that you did. But he made it clear to me, he's not ready to be in a relationship Austin and I still talk regularly, and I still have feelings for him, and I want to see what would happen. Well, I hope you see what happens when he licks Lindsay from front to back. Hey-oh! Sierra asks Paige if she's still uh, into Andrea. And she's like, "Yeah, you mean the six four model? Of course I am." <laughs> uh, at that moment, Andrea brings in uh, the luggage, and uh, immediately Paige like smiles, and he goes, "I'm just a shocked at how cute your outfit is, Paige." And she's like, "Thank you." <laughs> we cut to Lindsay's asking Andrea to help her unpack. Andrea is just walking from room to room, trying to help women, and I think that is that's amazing, man. Like he, you know think about it a guy that good looking can skate on not ever having to help a woman in his life and this guy is still going around helping like that is i don't know what it says but i think it says something good right um she's giving uh she's giving andrea his underwear uh her underwear to unpack and andrea goes i love your bras i'm a boob guy me too andrea Lindsay um shuts the door real quick and goes, Andrea, how are you feeling being here? And he's like, Well, Paige, it reminds me of the good times we had. Andrea lets us know that her him and Paige kind of stopped talking back in the city because they hung out after Winterhouse every day for like ten days, and it made him realize how much he likes being in a relationship, and then all of a sudden you guys, she disappeared. She ghosted Andrea. What the fuck? So he wants to have a conversation with her about Vermont and all of this, but like, yo, Paige, like Andrea, like if we're going by looks and all that kind of stuff, which it seems like Paige is into Andrea supersedes Paige and Paige is very beautiful, but Andrea is even more beautiful than Paige. And I sometimes wonder if that's a thought in her head too, of like, he's too beautiful. But also, like, what else was Paige got going? Like, did did she feel suffocated? But also just to ghost him without saying anything? That's that's just interesting for people that know they're going to be on a show together, you know? Like, I wonder, I would have loved to have seen, have been asked the question of, like, was she nervous to see Andrea? Like, I want to know more about this ghosting. I hope we find out more about it. Andrea says, um, we, uh... Oh, yeah. Andrea, Amanda... Now we go back to Amanda. Amanda asked Kyle how many lover boys he's had since uh, he's been there, because he seems a little tipsy in the closet, which is always... You know, really, this is usually about the 30-minute market where uh, Kyle seems to start getting hammered. We know this very well, Summer House fans. Back to the kitchen, and Andrea and Paige are dancing. He's like, let me dance with you, please. Hey, I'm Andrea. I'm going to dance with you. They all do a shot. Carl says, summer 2021 should be fun. And I sadly at home went, yeah, <laughs> they go out of town. Carl's the designated driver. Amazing. They go to a restaurant, which is, yo, this is wild for them. They didn't get to do this all last season. Um, uh, So it's a huge room. There's tons of people eating. So it's like old times. Um, and, and I know they take testing in these shows very seriously. So everybody had to be tested to go here. I mean, I wonder how intense or what their plans of action were. Because remember they made Carl quarantine um, when he came back from uh, the funeral, I believe, and um, so they're all sitting down at dinner. Everybody's talking at the table. Um, Paige asks Lindsay if Jason from Winterhouse is coming this weekend, and Lindsay's like, "I, um, I told him not to come." And Paige's like, "Well, is this like fizzling between you guys, or you just wanted a weekend with your friends before he comes down?" And she goes, "Well, a little bit of both." And um, Paige says, "I totally get that." So they're kind of in the same space. Kyle, they all order drinks. Kyle orders a fucking hot toddy, fucking Erica, Jane, Lisa, a hot toddy. No, thank you, sir. Kyle, that's an evil drink. We don't do that. Next thing, Kyle's gonna be playing pickleball for the rest of the season. Um, Sierra says, this is her first time being in the Hamptons cause it's summer house. Didn't really take place there last season. Sierra lets us know she signed a one year lease in New York. She's excited about that. Alex and Maya, the new kids are at the end of the table. Maya asks, uh, Hey, is everyone here in relationships? Uh, she was in a five year engagement that just broke up, uh, six months ago. She got out of that. Uh, and Amanda's like, Whoa, you were engaged two more years than I was. Uh, we find out that Amanda and Kyle are getting married at her parents' backyard in New Jersey, which is is a hot spot for weddings, I'm sure. Kyle goes, next topic. Kyle says to Carl, she keeps pressuring me to buy, buy a kid, get a house. And he's like, you mean get a house, you know, buy a house, get a kid. And Amanda goes, Kyle, stop. Kyle, you can tell, is already drunk. Kyle asks Alex, yo, are you single, dude? And he's like, yeah, I've been single. I had a COVID breakup, like, you know, broke up during COVID. Danielle lets us know that Robert is the love of her life. It'll be a year this July 9th. They've been living together for almost a year as well. Um, and she says, the fact I'm even saying we is a big deal. I've always been an independent woman, but I want to be his wife um, like right now. And she tells everyone at the table that she's like, he's the one I'm going to marry him, man. I love that. That is so nice. What a good feeling. Like that, I'm that was very, my heart was very happy. Maya says, um, Paige, are you single? And Andrea goes, uh, she's like, yeah, and Andrea's like, I'm single too. They ask Lindsay, and Lindsay immediately looks activated. She has, like, demon eyes. She's like, nah, nah, nah. And, and, uh, Lindsay goes, it's called dating. I'm dating. I'm seeing somebody. And Carl goes, Lindsay, come on. Like, chill out. And she's like, why am I on the hot seat? And Carl goes, you're being ridiculous. And, uh, You know, uh, Carl goes, you know, Lindsay just wants to meet someone new and I'm excited for, her. and and Lindsay goes, fuck you. Don't ever yell at me, Carl. And she goes, Lindsay, settle down. We're having a dinner. Fuck you, Carl. Why are you coming me after coming after me right now? And I was like, damn, you know, that's, I love Lindsay, but like, she's scaring me through a TV. Like I know in my mind that there's glass there and she can't hurt me, but at the same time, still scared, you know? I'm still like, should I run? (laughs) Like I was like, I got up. I was like, oh, Um, she she looks just pissed. And Kyle says, "Okay, guys, Lindsay's off limits. Lindsay's off limits. And Danielle goes, this is crazy. She says this in a talking head. But Lindsay is going through some things right now that they don't know what they don't know. And when they find out, everybody will understand. So all of a sudden we got like this kind of little secret drop, like something's going on. And Paige, they're all deciding that they should go out out afterwards, and Paige says, it's a missed opportunity if we don't go out. We got to go out. It's cut to 1141. They're partying partying in a new place, a packed place. Kyle tells Amanda, come on, let's go dance on the dance floor. We see that it's cuts to 1237 a.m. Carl and Lindsay are the first ones back home. And Carl goes, I know Lindsay enough to talk about it right now. The fight at dinner is just going to make it worse. We'll talk at another time. And once again, I was like, damn you, Carl, Mr. Responsible, Mr. I'll just let it wait overnight and not get into a fight with my friend. That is a man, ladies and gentlemen. Damn you, Carl, Mr. Three Balls. I do want to remind people Carl does have three balls. That's something that's been in the show. That's not a made up thing. Uh, we get a flashback of Lindsay saying, don't activate me. Grow a pair of balls. And Carl going, I know I have three of them. We cut back to the club, 1.35 a.m. Everyone's partying still. We see Kyle partying. All of a sudden, four boxes come up on screen. Bloop, 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 bloop of the video cameras. It's 1.57 a.m. We cut to Lindsay coming out of the shower. She's crying in her bath towel, and she's laying on the bed crying. My sweet little Lindsay that scares me. It's all so I really – my heart broke. 2.05 a.m., more people come home. Uh, you know, you got the, the Sierra – You know, Sierra, Amanda, uh, Paige crew, they pose. They do the fucking Charlie's Angels pose that I was just talking about the other day. Sierra says, "Um, you know, it looks like uh, you and Andrea picked up where you guys left off to Paige. And then all of a sudden Amanda goes, yeah, we left without Kyle. This is the piece of the show that I need way more information on. How do you leave without Kyle? Like, they just needed to put in a small sentence of, I told Kyle we were leaving. He said he was staying. Like, how do you leave a club? How big is this nightclub? See, this is the damn question I would have asked him. Like, how do you, how I need to know the mechanics of this. Also, there's a film crew there. Like, wouldn't Amanda go, if I can't find Kyle, I'll find, I'll look where the camera is. Like, it doesn't, like, did, did they just leave without him and forget they left him there? Or did he ditch them? But anyways, Amanda starts calling him. 2.31 2.31 a.m., and the man is like, how did this happen? We get a, a shot of Andrea. He's uh, in his undies with his huge Andrea package with his eight-pack just in his undies at 2.44 a.m. It is a very different sight of me getting ready for bed, ladies and gentlemen, especially a night after like me getting <laughs> me getting home from the Tom Sandoval concert. I was trying to get my jeans off, and I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And I was like, ugh. I was just making sounds. I was like, uh uh, uh, uh. it was so alarming like i'm so happy nobody else was in my room because i would have i would have been like is there a monster in that room and in a way there was cut to amanda in her room and it says on the Chiron, not on phone kyle because she's still calling the voicemail they start uh counting the numbers of times she's called him we're at number six right now it's two fifty one a.m all the girls are in the bed Everyone's on their phone playing around. And Amanda lets the ladies know it's extremely triggering for Amanda. She's like, I'm divorcing Kyle. Phone call number nine. Amanda has now moved into her bed. Phone call number 18 and now 21. And she's like, pick up your fucking phone. Call number 24. Amanda is now fully crying. And she's like, I'm so fucking tired. Then we cut to Kyle. He's with a bottle of rosé just having a blast. Call number 27 she suddenly goes into the bathroom and she throws down his like we just see it from like uh, a, lo- a shot a lot like a far away shot on the other side of the room but we can see into the bathroom and you just see his shit getting thrown in t- in the bathroom and you hear glasses breaking like glass breaking and then she takes his luggage you guys and she throws it out on the front porch like Amanda means business i i mean i kind of respect i mean i don't like I, I I respect it. I don't, like, I don't like extreme things like that. It makes my stomach hurt. But at the same time, at least Amanda isn't like bending over backwards for Kyle. Like, you know, there's still some fight in Amanda. Uh, and she lets the ladies know because they come check on her. I can't get a hold of Kyle. And uh, she's like, I broke shit in the bathroom and put his stuff on the porch. And she's crying to the girl. She says, my, fig- my biggest fear is that he would get so drunk one night he would cheat on me and wouldn't even know what happened because that's what happened before. And we get a flashback of him telling Amanda, like, yo, like, I didn't even know I did that. I didn't even know that was in me. But remember when Tom Schwartz used to do that, you guys? Like, my theory on Tom Schwartz was, like, he would get so wasted so he could cheat You know, so like he could almost release it like it was like the incredible Hulk, but it was like the incredible philanderer where he would just go like, remember when they went to like Cabo or something and he just got so hammered and then he just wound up at a different resort and he didn't know how he got there. But like, you know, I'm like, he probably hooked up with somebody. Like I was watching an episode of Vanderpump Rules today where he was like, yeah, Bubba, I'm so sorry I cheated on you, Bubba. Let's not do that again. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, let's just watch Polly sugar movies all day in bed and eat candy. Um, but she's Amanda's like, it really triggers her. But, and also if this does trigger her and it is the first night and Kyle does know all of this information, he really shouldn't have done this. He should have been on his best behavior. He can still get hammered at home. You've got all of these guys to like have fun with. Like, I don't know. I just need to, I need more of the circumstances of that night. So, um, Amanda then lets us know, you guys, to the girls. She says, A few weekends ago, it was so bad. I was in the city. He didn't want to go, he didn't he wouldn't come home. So my mom called a car service to take me to their house. And she's like, We have a whole fucking paper sign that if Kyle can't control his drinking, we'll call off the wedding and he owes my parents every single penny. That's how serious this is. And she's like, This is the first night here, and this is what he does and Sierra says, whoa, and you see the girls faces in the night vision bed I love the night vision cameras and you can see they're just like, holy shit and Sierra says, yo, you need to ask yourself some serious questions, and she's like, I can't do this anymore, and the girls faces are just like so sad, this is darker you guys than yellow jackets, I don't mean the night vision, I mean just the the, the content, I was like, this is so dark I also noticed in the, the night vision, it really highlights the driftwood on the head of the bed like the headboard of the bed, the bed is this big piece of driftwood where I'm like is that clean like can I get tetanus on that Um, Amanda goes I'm so fucked I can't do this anymore Kyle gets home he's out by himself he's trying to push the door in which is by the way you would think he he would see the luggage but we don't see him seeing his luggage out there He's in the kitchen by himself. He's picking at oatmeal cookies. He's just out of control. He's like, woo, baby, woo. And then I've got, I, I watch all the shows now with subtitles on or with the you know closed captioning and it just says drunken chatter. And that's Kyle, <laughs> drunken chatter. I don't know why that just made me laugh so hard. The girls, uh, so Kyle comes into the room now, his room and all the girls are in their bed. The girls act like they're sleeping and Kyle's like, what the fuck? And he like looks into the bed. He's like trying to see who's in there. And the girls are just acting like they're sleeping. And Kyle goes, I mean, Jesus Christ. And he goes, walks in the bathroom and all the girls just run out. They're like, boop, boop, boop. Like Amanda runs out. She goes to the spare bedroom. Paige is like, let's go. Let's go. Like, go, go, go. They all leave. um, And uh, Kyle goes into the bathroom and she's like, are you shitting me? Because he sees all his shit broken and it cut to sierra and Paige in their room and sierra's like they have serious issues kyle then proceeds to step on glass and he's like what the fuck have you done you're gonna break my shit really i'm 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 the one fucking hiring a fucking therapist and you're doing this so we cut to the next morning at 6 2 a.m we get a shot of the luggage out on the front again carl king carl is up he's uh ready to work out start his day he looks like a king kingly man he says uh yeah i'm gonna go you know work out start meditating gonna go to an aa meeting and he says you know i went through a lot losing my brother and i i drank myself to oblivion last summer uh last winter and if i have any shot of surviving this summer or surviving life i have to do these routines man i am so proud of you dude that's so cool um no joke there he uh he sees kyle's bags out there and he's like oh no Uh uh-oh And that's when I was like, how did Kyle not see this? I'm so confused by this moment. Alex comes out uh, early, too, and he makes two pounds of ground turkey. And then he gets on the road, I'm guessing, to work out his ripped physique. Kyle and Amanda, we see shots of them sleeping in different rooms. Andrea wakes up. He's like, oh, that's his Italian yawn. He's like, oh, Carl is back now after a couple of hours. Danielle is up and Carl's had a full day already. Um, He tells Danielle that he's like thought he saw Kyle's bag out on the front. He offers to cook Danielle something for uh, breakfast because he's just an amazing man. And she's like, he's like, yeah, the smell of bacon. That'll wake up the house. And this will kind of be my apology to Lindsay for last night. We see Lindsay wake up and she's like, my God. Carl says to Danielle in the other room, you know, she seems off about something. We see the Chiron, say, 1021 a.m. Kyle comes out in his underwear to Danielle and Carl. And uh, Carl goes, Kyle, I found your luggage outside. He's like, well, that's weird because I brought it in last night. I don't even know what this means. But then we see Kyle pulling the luggage into his room. And he, like all the luggage falls out, like all the shirts fall out of his luggage. He's like, welcome to the fucking nightmare. Andrea is making coffee, I'm assuming, for the ladies. Like, hey, page do you want your coffee? Paige, <laughs> do you want your coffee? God. Hey, <laughs> page do you like my big wiener? Hey, i am make you coffee. Do you like my big wiener in my box of, <laughs> in my briefs? I, li- I don't like a box of briefs. I like uh, the briefs. Because I got the skinny, muscular legs. And I got the huge dong. You like uh, the dong? Do you like uh, the dong? <laughs> Do you like uh, the dong? Would you like a piece of coffee? Would you like a coffee? A little bit of coffee cake? A little, little peaky of my dong? <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> uh, Paige and Sierra... Whew, it's late. Paige and Sierra are making the ladies coffee. Sorry, Paige and Sierra are in their bed. They're on their phones. And this is what I wrote. Bye, Hannah. Um, and they are talking. They're like, God, if if she has a contract, that if, if she calls off the wedding, he has to pay the parents back. It's gotten to the point where why would you want to do this anymore? And Sierra in a talking head says that red flag has fucking fireworks. Sierra also says, if I have to have a contract to get married, I'm not getting fucking married. Alex comes back from working out. He's like, oh, good. My ground turkey's still here. Nobody ate it. And he's like, being a fitness professional, I need more protein to sustain. So he eats about two pounds of protein a day. And uh, the, the producer goes, what do you need protein for? What is that for? And, and Alex is like, um, you need it to live. Paige is cooking eggs uh, that she learned to make from a YouTube video because she says that's kind of the life she has now that she just watches YouTube videos on how to cook eggs Carl goes into Lindsay's room and she's like hey Carlito help me lace my shoes he's like how did you sleep she's like well I cried myself to sleep last night and um, he goes I know I came at you a little bit and I assumed you didn't want to talk about any of it and uh, but I want you to know that people are curious they care about you they were just asking questions Lindsay And he goes, the problem is, Carl, what happened with Jason, you know, in this last couple of months. And he goes, she goes, remember a month ago that I said something was up with my body? And I was like, is it the COVID vaccine? Which, by the way, I was like, oh, my God, please do not get into an argument about vaccines right now. That will ruin summer house for me. But she lets us know, unfortunately, that the next day she went to the gynecologist and found out she was six weeks pregnant. And Carl is like, what? Holy shit. Wow. Are you all right? And she goes, so I found out Monday that I was pregnant. And by Tuesday I had miscarried. And by Wednesday I was in an emergency room for five hours. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I wanted to tell you, but I wasn't ready. And I didn't want to put that on you. And he goes, man, I feel so bad about last night now. And he goes, how are you feeling? She's like, it happened so quickly. I wasn't even able to wrap my head around being pregnant. And then all of a sudden I miscarried. And he's like, did you tell Jason? She's like, yeah, I told him immediately, but it wasn't like we were trying, but you know, it's hard to talk about Jason to everyone right now. And she also says, I absolutely would have had this child. You know, it it was, you know, it's cool to feel this. I never thought it would happen like that for me. Cause I wanted it my entire life. And she starts tearing up in the talking head to have a family, you know? And she says, Jason was wonderful, but I needed to get through it on my own. This is a tough lady. You guys, this is a tough lady. Um, she, you know? And she says, I've had an insane last month, but I'm okay. And Carl goes, I'm here for you. And then he goes, come on, hug house. And he hugs her tightly. And he's like, I'm proud of you. You are a strong woman. And Lindsay goes, we would have had a cute baby. And Carl goes, yeah. And there's a little bit of a thing which I really love that we do know they're in a relationship because it kind of gives that cool thing where we know that it potentially works out for them. And it's this kind of sweet little moment where almost I kind of was thinking in Carl's head of like – I wish I was having that baby with you, Lindsay. You know what I'm saying? So I really do like, that would be really magical. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want <laughs> this is, I'm an old man. I don't want to get my hopes up, but I hope they have a, I hope they get pregnant. We go back to the kitchen. Amanda, we see finally goes into Kyle's room, uh, gets into bed with Kyle. She's crying already. And Kyle's already like, what the heck? Why are you making this into such a thing? And she says, where were you last night? And he's like South Ampin social babe. And he goes, that's why you broke all my shit. And she goes, it's night one. How fucked up were you last night? And Kyle goes, not enough for this. And she goes, stop turning this around on me. I am not the issue. And he goes, you are the issue. And she goes, I told you I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. You need to be out drinking that badly on night one. And, uh, she goes, stop fighting this right now. You fucked up, Kyle. Um, And she goes, I have to, you know, I have to deal with this shit when I come home. And then you hear Kyle get like, kind of like raise his voice. He's like, I am sick and tired. Why am I being yelled at? God, I stay out after one in the morning and now we're having a miserable fucking summer. People can now hear it in the kitchen. And he, and he goes, yeah, I fucked up, Amanda. I had fun. And Amanda says, fuck you. And Kyle goes, and she walks out of the room and he goes, God, shut up this season on summer house (laughs) that was the end of the show and i was like literally pulling my head out like my hair out my eye i was just so upset because i had just talked to them and i know they're they're obviously got married and i know that they were very close together in the interview in the same place and i just i know they had just gotten back from their mini moon and i want to believe and love you guys so bad and i want to believe in them and i hope everything's cool and and they're just so, I don't know, you guys. I, I just want everything to work out for everybody. But I'm very excited to recap this season. Do you guys want me to recap Summer House every week? I want to do it. Do you guys want to hear it? I want you guys to be on this journey with me. Um, is, this a, is this a show worthy of recapping? I know it's not Beverly Hills, but I think this is good. I know it's not OC, but I think this is good. Let me know what you guys think too, you know, because maybe we can have some guests sometimes. It'll be great. I, I really do love this show. Also, I want to give a shout out to Batty Michelle. Michelle uh, has been with me from day one listening just the best. Well, her family, three out of three of them have COVID in their house, and so prayers and good thoughts and vibes, go out to Michelle. She really is a very special girl, lady, and her family's awesome. I see them in pictures all the time. Very uh, cute daughter, and I I just really, really love Michelle. So, Michelle, if you're listening right now, I I doubt you are listening because you probably are, you know, sleeping or taking care of your family and all of the stuff that is, you know, happening to you right now, but we are here. If you need anything, please reach out to us on the Facebook group, Michelle, or I know you have my DM and You probably have my email and all of that stuff, but we're really pulling for you. This is such an asshole of a thing that we've had to deal with this last couple of years. But uh, we're all here with you in spirit, and we hope you guys all get better as quickly as possible. And that's for everybody out there. I know this is really making its way around the U.S. again. So be safe out there, you guys. And no matter how bad you're feeling, you're not um, as fucked up as Kyle was in this episode. Okay? Uh, I love you guys. I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Betches.